Pilgrim's Progress, Part One, Chapter Ten. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan, Part One, Chapter Ten. I saw then in my dream that Hopeful looked back and saw Ignorance, whom they had left behind, coming after. Look, said he to Christian, how far yonder youngster loitereth behind. Ay, ay, I see him. He careth not for our company. But I think it would not have hurt him had he kept pace with us hitherto. That is true. But I warrant you, he thinks otherwise. That I think he doth. But, however, let us tarry for him. Then a Christian said to him, Come away, man. Why do you stay so behind? I take my pleasure in walking alone even more a great deal than in company, unless I like it the better. Then said Christian to Hopeful, but softly, Did I not tell you he cared not for our company? But, however, said he, Come up and let us talk away the time in this solitary place. Then, directing his speech to ignorance, he said, Come, how do you? How stands it between God and your soul now? I hope well, for I am always full of good thoughts that come into my mind to comfort me as I walk. What good motions? Pray tell us. Why, I think of God and heaven. So do the devils and lost souls. But I think of them and desire them. So do many that are never like to come there. The soul of the sluggard desireth and hath nothing. But I think of them, and leave all for them. That I doubt, for leaving of all is a very hard matter, yea, a harder matter than many are aware of. But why, or by what, art thou persuaded that thou hast left all for God in heaven? My heart tells me so. The wise man says, he that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. This is spoken of an evil heart, but mine is a good one. But how dost thou prove that? It comforts me in the hopes of heaven. That may be through its deceitfulness, for a man's heart may minister comfort to him in the hopes of that thing for which he has yet no ground to hope. But my heart and life agree together, and therefore my hope is well grounded. Who told thee that thy heart and life agree together? My heart tells me so. Ask my fellow if I be a thief. Thy heart tells thee so, except the word of God telleth thee in this matter, other testimony is of no value. But is it not a good heart that hath good thoughts? And is not that a good life that is according to God's commandments? Yes, that is a good heart that hath good thoughts, and that is a good life that is according to God's commandments. But it is one thing indeed to have these, and another thing only to think so. Pray, what count you good thoughts, and a life according to God's commandments? There are good thoughts of many kinds, some respecting ourselves, some God, some Christ, and some other things. You go so fast, I cannot keep pace with you. Do you go on before, I must stay a while behind. Then they said, well, ignorance, wilt thou yet foolish be, to slight good counsel ten times given thee? And if thou yet refuse it, thou shalt know, ere long, the evil of thy doing so. 
Remember man in time, stoop, do not fear. Good counsel taken well, saves, therefore hear. But if thou yet shalt slight it, thou wilt be the loser ignorance, I'll warrant thee. Then Christian addressed himself thus to his fellow. Well, come, my good friend Hopeful, I perceive that thou and I must walk by ourselves again. So I saw in my dream that they went on apace before, and ignorance he came hobbling after. Then said Christian to his companion, It pities me much for this poor man. It will certainly go ill with him at last. Alas, there are abundance in our town in his condition. Whole families, yea, whole streets, and that of pilgrims too. And if there be so many in our parts, how many think you must there be in the place where he was born? Indeed, the word saith, He hath blinded their eyes, lest they should see. Well said. I believe you have said the truth. Are we now almost got past the enchanted ground? Why, art thou weary of our talking? <laughs> no, verily, but that I would know where we are. We have now not above two miles further to go thereon. Well, we will leave at this time our neighbour ignorance by himself, and fall upon another subject. With all my heart, but you shall still begin. Well then, did you not know about ten years ago, one temporary in your parts, who was a forward man in religion then? Well, know him? Yes. He dwelt in Graceless, a town about two miles off of Honesty, and he dwelt next door to one turnback. Right, he dwelt under the same roof with him. Well, that man was much awakened once. I believe that then he had some sight of his sins and of the punishment that was due thereto. I am of your mind, for, my house not being above three miles from him, he would oft-times come to me, and that with many tears. Truly I pitied the man, and was not altogether without hope of him. But, one may see, it is not every one that cries, Lord, Lord. He told me once that he was resolved to go on pilgrimage, as we do now, but all of a sudden he grew acquainted with one save self, and then he became a stranger to me, for at that time he gave up going on pilgrimage. End of Part 1, Chapter 10